is a Holding On To Learning LLC production. Woo! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You're going to love the Exhausted Educator channel! <laughs> Class is in session. Here's the short ball dude from the Exhausted Educator show. What is going on, education heroes? You have stumbled onto the Exhausted Educator Show. I'm so sorry. My sincere apologies to you. However, before you jet and leave, let me at least take a second to celebrate you. My goodness. You made it to the end of the 2020-21 school year. That has been an incredible feat. You are to be applauded and cheered, and I will put on a party hat for you, which, because I got a headset, will look like a unicorn horn. I will throw some streamers for you, people, and I will hit it again. Congratulations. You did it. Hats off to you, everyone, in education land. What an incredible journey. I bet you didn't sign on for that when you got your education degree, but there you are. You did it. You were flexible, you pivoted on all kinds of different new ideas and tried to figure it out at the blink of an eye. Whew. Congratulations. I also want to tell you, we'd love to hear what you're going to do to recharge your educational battery. Hit us up at Exhaust Educator on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and let us know what you're going to do to try to get yourself together to get back in the swing in the fall. It does not need to be education-related. Matter of fact, it probably shouldn't be education-related. You need to get away and breathe. Hit the exhaust button. Let off some steam and find yourself so you're ready to go to make a positive impact in the fall. We also are coming at you from audio podcast form because everybody's busy. I get it. So we want to be able to get to you wherever it is that you are. And you can hook up with us on Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, same kind of thing on audio version, and you don't have to look at my Chrome Dome in the meantime. Here's the rundown for today's show. You can feel free to skip ahead right over top of the introductions. Don't waste your time. It'll be boring. I'm just going to say who I am, what I do, and you know what the show is about and that kind of thing. Feel free to skip ahead a few minutes. I'm going to jump into party time, which is just me sharing for a couple minutes what strange, weird story I might have that may or may not relate to education? This week, I got some sense knocked into me. Yep, apparently middle-aged men shouldn't be heading to the skate park to watch teenagers do tricks and then go home to try them, especially if you don't skateboard. Stay tuned. The meat of our show, the main part of our show, though, is the magic that's happening at Forks Elementary School, led by their fearless leader, Mr. T.J. Warren, their principal. Now, T.J. came on because he wanted to be able to say how proud he was of his staff, and he does that. And he even shares his incredible journey where he starts as a para and then becomes a teacher at the high school, and then becomes an assistant administrator at the middle school, uh, at the high school and middle school, and then works his way down, and he's now an elementary principal. But the best part is that we had a surprise for him. Some of his staff jumped in 
and they shared how amazing he is, and he was not expecting it. Awesome leadership skills for you to check to, for you to check out. They were very open about how they feel about their principal. Pretty cool stuff. And then we'll close up with a little salute to Bob Marley, who's a great musician to listen to in summer when you got your feet in the sand, people. We be jam is just a little snippet on you know setting music in the classroom. Something to think about for next fall. Stay tuned. So you decide to stick around for the boring intros, huh? Well, here it is. I'm Kyle Hill. I'm a district resource teacher, which means I wear a lot of different hats. I'm involved with instructional coaching. I help with curriculum and intervention programs. I also am involved with our mentor program in our school district. To make it easy, my job is really to help the educators, the paraprofessionals, the teachers, and also, in some cases, our administration, and do whatever I can to help them out to make their lives a little bit easier. At least that's my hope. Prior to my current position, I had 20 years in the elementary school classrooms where I was a special education teacher, and I taught in both self-contained classrooms and also co-taught classrooms, and I have been super fortunate in all those years to spend some amazing hours with some amazing kids. On top of that, I've had so many great people I've worked with who've helped me grow through all the years, and it still continues today. At my district position, I have so many people who help me grow and get better because I need to grow and get better. There's no doubt about that. That brings me to the most important part of my life. Rule number one, my family is always number one. I am very fortunate to have a batch of hooligans who drive us nuts, which is probably their job. I've got twin girls headed to fourth grade. May not be the number one reason why I don't have hair, but it could be a reason. That'll change your life quick, having twins. I also have a a son who's headed to high school in the fall. I also have the most important part of our house, a superhero living with us. Her name? Supermom. She wears an invisible cape, and we could not function in our house without her. That's me in a nutshell. Let me tell you about what this show is. So, back in the day, you remember, teachers were put on a pedestal because, well, you were able to, in the blink of an eye, just kind of turn everything that you're doing and turn it into remote learning. Pat yourself on the back for that. Months later, however, that didn't seem to be quite the case. Educators got a lot of heat, whether you were teachers, paras, administrators, People involved with um, big-time decisions like director, directors of curriculum and, and uh, you know, just your, your higher-ups in, in the district. Everyone in general got a lot of heat. Like it was your fault that the pandemic broke. It was your fault that everybody couldn't be back in the classroom. At that point, we kind of thought, boy, they don't know. And it's impossible for anyone outside of education land to know but they don't know the hours that you have to put in to make extra lessons, to go through the process of creating all these extra opportunities for students. 
whether it be remote learning situations, hybrid situations, or you know, maybe even getting back into the classroom, things have just been nuts. And we wanted to do something to celebrate you. That's it in a nutshell. Thanks for listening to the boring intro. I'm surprised you did, but I'm happy you did. Party time. So party time is an opportunity for me to share some abnormal, weird story that may or may not relate to education and education land. This week's story has to do with me getting some sense knocked into me. Literally. My daughters enjoy skateboarding, both of them. One in particular who really enjoys trying tricks. I have two main rules. I was never much of a skateboarder. Matter of fact, I'm not very good. But I had these two main rules for my daughters. One, you have to gear up. You got to wear a helmet. You got to wear knee pads, elbow pads. Pretty standard stuff. Two, if you're going to try tricks, you might get hurt. Now, I took them to the skate park one afternoon and they went off to do their things, riding the ramps and that kind of thing. And my eyes went to these teenagers who were flying around on their boards. And one in particular had a more mild trick. Just kind of rolled his skateboard on the ground and then he would jump on it and ride it. And I thought to myself, that's cool. And the average person would be like, wow, that's pretty neat. But unfortunately, me, I thought, that's cool. And I think I could try that. And I think I could do that. Not remembering, apparently, that I am a middle-aged man, and I rarely skateboard, and I'm not very good. So when we got home, sure enough, Dad found a skateboard. I rolled that thing, I jumped on, and it worked, people. It worked! I rode it, I felt great, and that's where my story should have ended. But it did not, unfortunately, because instead I thought, hmm, if I do it again and I roll it faster, it will be better. (laughs) Not actually the case. (sighs) So I rolled it faster and I took my right foot and I planted it on there. And I took my left foot and I attempted to plant it on there. And that skateboard shot out from under me like a slingshot firing a rock through the air. And my feet went over my head and my body crashed to the driveway and I smacked my head on the pavement. My caring daughters came up, both of them. And the one in particular who says uh, that she enjoys trying tricks. Her words of encouragement were, You forgot your rules, Dad. Unfortunately, she was correct. Because you'll notice, I didn't say I hit my helmet on the driveway. I hit my head. And if you're going to try tricks, you got to be willing to get hurt. What does that have to do with education? Probably not a lot. Maybe this. If you're going to try things with students, like have them do certain skills, try to back it up. Show them how to do it, right? In other words, you want to be able to practice what you preach because kids are pretty smart. They pick up on it if you don't. Otherwise, 
Yep. It can happen to you, too. Hopefully it hurts a little less for you, though. Moving forward, let me tell you about the meat of our program. The amazing magic that happens at Forks Elementary School with their fearless leader, the principal, T.J. Warren. He's going to be on to share how proud he is of his staff. And the best part, his staff is going to share how amazing he is. Check out how much he starts blushing when that happens. <laughs> he's, he's very surprised. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor, my distinguished honor, to welcome and introduce Mr. T.J. Warren, the principal of Forks Elementary School, where apparently they're not really into using spoons. And the thing I hear is that his staff really enjoy his lengthy emails and phone calls that he sends. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. T.J. Warren. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. My man, thank you for jumping into the Exhausted Educators show as our first guest. I am super happy to have you, man. Super happy to have you. I've known you a long time. And I'm going to give you a super hard question to start off, just to make sure that, you know, yeah, 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 it's going to make you sweat, buddy. This is a celebration episode where we're celebrating educators and paraprofessionals and administrators. So my question for you is, when you celebrate and you're thinking about, oh, dessert, are you a cake or an ice cream guy? Uh, definitely an ice cream guy. Oh, nice. How come? Well, nice and cool and goes smooth right down your throat. Ah, it's great in the summer, right? That's right. Yes. Nice. Time to relax. Time to relax. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I know you, but our, our audience doesn't know you. And your journey is so incredibly rare, right? Like the vast majority of people who end up is, as teachers probably have a major in college and then find a job in that area. So if you're an elementary education major, you find a job with elementary education and so forth. Or if you're an administrator, you've taken the road to get there, right? However, uh, your journey was a little bit different, buddy, because you started off as an elementary education major, somehow plunked yourself down into high school, and whittled your way down to now you're an elementary school principal. you got to tell everybody about your journey. Go ahead. Well, yes, you're right. I started out as an elementary ed major, and uh, after college, I uh, ended up getting a job as a one-to-one para in a local school district uh, working with a young man. Uh, but about uh, maybe a month, month and a half into the school year, uh, I met a, a former baseball coach of mine, and he uh, told me about a job opening at a uh, local high school uh, teaching computers. So I went in for an interview, and it was you know definitely interesting because they didn't interview me. Instead, they were trying to sell me the job, huh. which, which was very odd to me at the time. <laughs> but, uh, okay, hey, I'll take it. Uh, but sure enough, they, uh, they liked my computer background. And uh, they offered me a job at the high school teaching uh, computers and business ed. So I, I hold on a second. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're an elementary education major. 
Uh-huh. And then you take you just you know couldn't it was it was a tough market back at the time right like trying to find a, trying to find a job and I know you wanted to stay in that area and so you you jumped on as a paraprofessional and and now you are a say that again <laughs> high school computer teacher wow what is all my background <laughs> really before I was an LN major uh, I went to school to be a computer science major wow. Yeah, so they saw my background, and they they uh, had a gentleman that left to actually become a principal somewhere else, and uh, they really need somebody pretty badly. So uh, when they they interviewed me, and they actually I interviewed them basically, and uh, they offered me the job right on the spot. So I was like, sure, I'll take it. Wow. And there was probably probably uh, four or five best years of my life. Oh, there. nice, nice. Now, so so you were there four or five years, and then what? Well, at that point, I was in a, uh, the business department at uh, Liberty High School, and uh, a lot of the people in that department were pursuing their degrees to be a, an administrator. So I kind of got the idea in my head, and uh, so I started going to school to be an administrator and, uh, you know, decided, all right, I'm going to take the plunge and start uh, putting my name out there. And I started to interview for a job at another local high school uh, for their assistant principal position. So here I was, I was on my honeymoon. We were in Jamaica and I get the call. I get a call. Hey, you want to come in for an interview? So how about, you know, telling my wife, uh, honey, we have to kind of leave early. <laughs> I'm sure that went over well. <laughs> <laughs> he was very supportive and uh, we left a day early. And we left a day early, uh, got there for the interview, and thank God I got it. That would have been a very quick marriage. No kidding. That, oh, my goodness. That would have been the pits, leaving leaving Jamaica early, and then you didn't get the gig. But you did. My, yeah, yeah. So, so you've gone from elementary major to paraprofessional to business teacher at the high school. Now we're down to assistant administrator at the middle school, right? At the high school. I oh, it's at the high school. school. Gotcha. At the high school. Wow, man, what a journey. And, that, and yeah. that's just the beginning, right? Right. So then, uh, so I was there for a couple of years and, and uh, my, you know, my bosses were interesting. They, you know, they had a different style that I just wasn't used to. And so I was kind of debating going back to uh, teaching. And, uh, but my wife was very supportive. She's like, no, no, give it another try. Just keep at it. You know, and then she uh, told me about an opening in her district. And so I, I interviewed there and uh, interviewed. There was at that time, this time it was a real, inter- a real interview. Uh, <laughs> there was probably about seven or eight people in that interview and uh, interviewed there. But I hadn't heard anything for like two months. I was like, oh, well, that, that went great. So, but sure enough, I got another call and they added another five people to that interview. And so I interviewed again for the same position. And then they eventually hired me uh, at uh, the middle school as an assistant principal. So it turned out uh, I ended up being my wife's boss. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was the boss at work. She's the boss at home. So it's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was interesting for a while to get used to that, though, huh? It was. We, uh, we ignored each other as much as we could. We'd, see, we'd walk down the hallways and we'd walk right by each other. Wouldn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> Just sheer business. We were all about business at school. But we had to be careful. It was it was interesting, but uh, uh, eventually she moved on to another building. Gotcha. Inter- interesting. So how long how long were you in that gig? Uh, I was there probably about twelve years. I worked. Uh, I was at the middle school for about twelve years. Wow. And uh, one day I got approached by the assistant superintendent and the superintendent, and they said, "Hey, how about elementary?" <laughs> I almost fell off my chair. 
just me excited. <laughs> I made a job at Forks Elementary School. I've been there for the past, uh, going on my seventh year there. Man, what a journey. And not everybody takes the straight road, you know? Some people take the meandering road. And I don't even know what kind of road that would be <laughs> that you took. But, man, and, and I've known you a long time. And I've always, I, I remember... You know, I've just always, I've seen you with kids and how you are with kids. And, you know, I've always thought like your spot was elementary school. And I was blown away way back when you were like, oh, I'm going to teach at high school. I'm like, high school? Like, I didn't even know you like had that in you, right? Like, so it's that interesting. Makes What'd you say? That makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so that must have been interesting, right? Like jumping into a situation you hadn't really had student teaching experience there, right? Um, just maybe you worked as a paraprofessional, got your feet wet maybe a little bit, but um, talk about that transition moving into the high school when you really hadn't had a ton of experience at that level. Yeah, that, that was definitely an interesting transition. Uh, you know, it was neat because I had a good background in computers, uh, but to teach at that level, I hadn't been at that level before. The only, the only experience I really had is I was an assistant baseball coach at a local high school. So that, that kind of helped me a little bit, uh, but really kind of jumped I jumped right in and I was, you know, like I said, I walked in around in October and basically my first couple of classes, I had to teach typing. I had to teach another class, another typing class. It was an ESL class. So I taught typing to a bunch of students that didn't know any English and I didn't know any Spanish. Uh, so I, I taught that class and then I taught another uh, class about movie making, uh, which was pretty <laughs> interesting. So, wow. It, yeah. Yeah. It was fun though. I and then ended up being an, learning experience for all of us. You know, I, I learned, uh, I learned a bit of uh, Spanish. They learned a bit of English and I, I learned how to make movies. We kind of made movies together and it was pretty neat though. Cause you know, at the high school age, you know, it was pretty neat. Cause you know, a lot of the kids are very independent, self-sufficient. And uh, we just, we learned together and it was a blast. It was a really neat couple of years. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, you know, so much of what turns out great in education doesn't start off comfortable, right? You, the things you're trying to learn. Think about like all the teachers way back, you know, back in, in uh, when the pandemic broke, trying to learn different skills that they probably didn't know prior to and just trying to figure out things. And that's just one example of, you know, so many in education. We're just trying to constantly learn. So that's, a, that's an interesting statement about how you, you just kind of throw yourself in there, whether it's movie movie making or, or typing and, you just make the most of it, I guess, huh? Absolutely. And they didn't know they didn't know that I didn't know what I was doing at the time. So. <laughs> you were faking it well. <laughs> That's right. But hey, you know what? We became uh, I became a better teacher. They became better students. And it was it was a great experience. Interesting. So, you know, this is a uh our show is really all about celebrating everything that educators do, but really this particular episode, we're diving into celebrating getting through a year, like a crazy, crazy year. And now we're into the reflection piece where, you know, looking back at the year, celebrating the mess out of the fact that the, the positive things that happened and maybe looking at some things that we're going to take with us moving forward that we can improve on. But, you know, from your end, so you talked a bit about high school. Talk about some of the, some of the things in, that you learned in, in the middle school level. Well, middle school, that was definitely a different breed of uh, students there. And, uh, you know, you're, those are the years that kids are going through a lot of physical changes, emotional changes, and uh, that, you know, you had to be on your toes. You know, you didn't know what you're going to get every day you showed up. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you really felt for those kids, though, because here they are. They're going through all these changes, and they don't realize why they're acting certain ways, and 
you're just problem solving with them and you're just trying to help them through and help them understand uh, life and, and what they're going through. Right. Uh, you know, it's a constant, uh, uh, you know, battle just to help them through whatever it is that they were going through. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it was, it was fun. It was very fun and, and, uh, wouldn't trade that experience for the world because it definitely helped help my path, uh, forward, you know, from the high school level all the way down to the elementary level. And so now you're, you found your way back to elementary. So yeah. talk about that element, that elementary transition coming back. You were at high school and then you're in middle school for a good number of years. And now you're back at the elementary school. What was that transition as a, as a head principal like for you back at the elementary level? Oh, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I just felt like I, the moment I walked in the door, I felt like I was at home. You know, the, the kids just, you know, at that level, they all, they just want to, they're, they just want to please you. They just, you know, you can be standing on your head, you can do, be doing whatever. And they, they just love you. Um, and I went from being the guy at the middle school that had to at times hand out some discipline to now I got kids running up to me, giving me hugs and <laughs> wiping boogers all over me. <laughs> you went uh, from being the, the, uh, the mean assistant principal at the middle school to being, you know, uh, just, just the loving principal at the elementary level, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was an adjustment though. Cause I had to even change my, my tone of voice because uh, I, I had to not act as serious and uh, you know, just that deep voice alone sometimes with <laughs> air kids. <laughs> so, did you have that. to, did you have to do vocal exercises to get prepped for that at middle school? Like you're drinking, <laughs> was it lemon and honey or something like that every day? That's right. That's right. Some lemon and honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but it's been great. I, I've you know been able to be myself and, uh, uh, you're right. I, I do some crazy messages and uh, I'll call kids, you know, on their days off and give them cute messages, whether it's Halloween or uh, we have our November uh, Thanksgiving uh, pep rallies and you know, Christmas songs and you name it. I've tried it. Our investigators did a little bit of, of uh, just investigating and prying and, and trying to, to figure out what you're all about there at, at Forks elementary school where they don't really use spoons and so uh, <laughs> sporks it is yeah so one of the things that that i found was interesting is that apparently many of your staff really enjoy jumping out of rooms and scaring the mess out of you they say you scare easy that is true <laughs> that is true that is true well you're a very good detective on that one <laughs> Very nicely done. Uh, they, they say you turn the favor on, on them sometimes too, but that's uh, one of the things that one of the things that they they that I had found is that they really just they just really love you at the school, man. They they really love you at the school. So speaking of your staff, you know, it's been such a crazy crazy year, and this transition to whatever this year has been in education has been nuts. It's been one for the history books. Hopefully, hopefully history books that we don't have to repeat this mess for a long, long time. Um, just one of the main reasons you wanted to jump on wasn't just to, to hang out with this bald dude, but also to uh, mainly to, to kind of throw out a, a shout out to your staff. So I wanted to give you a platform to go ahead and say whatever you wanted to go ahead. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I just want to say to our staff, you, you guys are all amazing. Uh, it's been a heck of a year, a heck of a year and a half. And uh, every single thing that's been thrown at you, uh, you've just, just been outstanding. You haven't complained one bit. You've, you've done your best in every single thing you've done. Uh, 
And the most important thing is you've kept the kids at the forefront of everything. And you've, you've you know, just done a fabulous job. And I hope, I wish everybody a wonderful summer and uh, uh, please relax, relax, have time with family. Uh, try not to think of school, even though I know you will. Uh, and just remember what you did, what you accomplished. Um, you know, I, I look at this and, you know, I reflect on this, like people are going to be reading about us in textbooks hmm. and reading about all the stuff that we had to do. We built that airplane when we were flying it, you know, last March. And, uh, but look what we did and look what we've accomplished. And now look at where we are now. So thank you to all of our staff and not just our staff, but all the educators out there. Uh, great job. Very well done. And, and thank you for keeping uh, the kids at the forefront of everything that you do. Man, that's beautiful. It's beautifully said. You look like a proud papa, man. Smiling from ear I, to ear. You can, I can tell how proud you are of your staff. That is good stuff. Really yeah, good stuff. Great stuff. Yep. So, um, oh, hold on. Do you hear that? What? There it is again. I think somebody's knocking at our uh, our Zoom room door there. Oh, yeah? I think so. I wonder who that is. That doesn't usually happen. I'm guessing that's what that knock is. Look at this. People are coming in. Who oh, on man. earth could this be? Hi, Mrs. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Corbin. We have Bobby, Chrissy, and Jen. Do you know these people, TJ? Absolutely. Three of our finest. Oh my goodness. I'm not sure how they ended up in our Zoom. They hunted you down somehow, some way. It's interesting. <laughs> TJ was just saying how amazed he was at his staff. And he was he was saying how proud he was. He was smiling from ear to ear. Do you have any special words that you would like to share with him? I get to go first. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to go last. Remember, this is a family show. <laughs> TJ is never quite sure what I'm going to say. And as his face gets red, you can tell. <laughs> but no, um, I, in all honesty, he, he has a wicked sense of humor and he and I banter back and forth a lot, which is, is awesome um, to have that in a boss. But uh, I think one of the most important things about TJ and is, is family's first to him. And so when things happen at home for us, family's first also. And he's very supportive of that. And I know, you know, the staff has been grateful for times that there have been, you know, issues arise and we've had to call on TJ and say like, I need to leave. I, I have an emergency at home or something's going on with my kid and I need some help. And he's always first one to uh, jump in and, and help out. So that that is we're very thankful for that <laughs> that is really nice look at that man you shared their love and they're, they're coming back to you <laughs> the floor is open bobby and jen if you wanted to jump in and say whatever you wanted to it, it, you get an extra bonus point if you make the man tear up by the way i mean i'll just piggyback off of what chrissy said i mean tj is just a true leader um the kids and the staff we love him and you know, he's a role model. You know, I've seen him um, on many levels with my nephew um, in middle school and coming back to elementary school. I mean, my nephew still talks about TJ today and he's graduating this year. So I'll probably be the first to tear up. But I mean, just the influence he has on people and 
the leadership. And like Chrissy said, he's always there for us. I, I, I coach at the high school level, so it, it makes it virtually impossible almost to get there time-wise. And he has always just accommodated our staff and he's there in a heartbeat for us. And TJ, we just, you know, we are so grateful for you. I love coming to work every day. I feel blessed that I have somebody in that office that we can go to in a heartbeat. And, um, you know, this wasn't an, an easy year all the way around. And you're just, you're a role model to me and, and to my family and to, I know to our staff. Wow, they're gushing in here for you, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, then. <laughs> we have some stories too. <laughs> we definitely are uh, are a family. Um, so I, I wrote things down so that I could try to be concise, but make sure that I met every single point. Uh, you taught me well, TJ. So I will uh, go on and on and on and on and on, but make sure I am thorough and complete in my <laughs> speaking. Um, TJ, I, I want to sincerely thank you for for everything. Um, I, I really don't even know if I can adequately express my gratitude for your leadership style, your unwavering support, your collaboration, your guidance, and, and your friendship. Um, I've only worked at Forks for two years, and in that time, I can clearly see the positive influence that you and your leadership style has had on the students and staff. You really are the foundation of our school, TJ. As a leader, you define clear expectations and you encourage and motivate all of us for our personal best and to be uh, the most successful that we can be with our personal strengths. You help to bring that out in each one of us as staff and also in our, in our students. Um, you have an amazing ability to make each person that you interact with feel special and valued. Um, that is absolutely an amazing quality. Uh, I don't know how you get the time to have that personal connection with every staff member, every student, while get your job done, while you guide us and do everything that is needed to run that school. Um, I am a school nurse, so with that role, I had the absolute distinct pleasure to work with you on COVID literally at all <laughs> hours of the night. Um, we joked uh, that I, I would not want to go through a pandemic working with anyone this closely with, um, texting anything that was needed. You, uh, real, you really helped to address any and all COVID-related concerns from our entire school community. Um, it was not just the staff, it wasn't the students, it was parents, it was grandparents, it was everyone that cared about the children that we educate and that we have in our building. So al although much of this past school year was an absolute blur, and this is called the exhausted educator, we surely are that, um, <laughs> our success really as a school is absolutely reflect reflective of the hard work dedication and passion that TJ has put into his team and into this school. Um, you know, we were a strong team going into this year, into this year of unknowns. We were strong, but we were afraid. We were scared. We were challenged. And we, TJ had built that relationship. We had that relationship where we could look to him, where we could trust him, where we counted on him. 
we looked at him, we counted on him and we got through this year successfully because of that. The hard work was done before this hit. And it is because of those strengths, TJ, that we got through this successfully. We have one week to go, and I am I'm certain <laughs> we'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you very much, TJ, and thank you, uh, everyone. I you, love being a Forks Falcon. <laughs> what, what, a, what a great staff you have, man. And I, I had the honor to meet with these three the other night, and uh, they were glowing and gushing and everything from, um, like I said, the, the long emails and, and uh, <laughs> long phone calls and uh, as, as much as they just, they appreciate the information that you throw out, but also um, they really like the fact that you're willing to jump out of rooms and try to scare them and, and they turn the table and things like that. And just all the, the rare things that you do, my friend, you thought we were out here just to celebrate your staff. We wanted to turn the table. Uh, Bobby, Chrissy, and Jen, thank you so much for all that you do to support your students. Jen, um, super happy to have a nurse on. Um, the, the nursing field has been turned upside down. Our school nurses have really had to dig in and figure things out that nobody had any idea how to figure out. And so hats off to you. And hats off to you, Bobby and Chrissy, as, as classroom teachers. And, and Bobby also as a coach. Uh, you know, doing the things you're doing on a daily basis to try to impact the students in your classroom. And so, uh, go ahead. You just say something. Yeah. I just, you know, they, they're giving me way too much credit. Like I, I walked into a fabulous, fabulous situation and I'm just smart enough not to screw it up. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly. No, (laughs) this is just, three examples of just an incredible faculty that we have and they're close, they're family. And that's why like coming to work every day is easy. It's just, it's so much fun with this group. You know, you guys are special in your own unique way. And, and I love coming to work because of people like you. So thank you. Thanks for taking your time this evening and uh, being here. You guys got me. Thank you so much to all of you for participating in, in our being our first guests on this show. I don't know where we're headed, but we're going to figure it out. And you all have done amazing things. So I'm going to head us out. How amazing is the staff at Forks Elementary School. Wow, do they look like they like coming to work or what? It's incredible to see what good leadership can do for an entire staff. When you have your ringleader, your person at the forefront, who completely goes out of their way to help and get to know their staff, those people want to run through a brick wall for you. And the best part is, The biggest beneficiary, it's the students at that school. TJ didn't touch on this. His staff didn't touch on this. But I know he goes out of his way to do crazy things like dress up like Dr. Seuss, dress up like an elf, dress up just out of the ordinary things to try to build spirit in that school. But when he's working with his staff, it's not just that. It's having fun but it's also getting to know them and understanding that just like myself, definitely like him and also his staff, their family should be first too. And understanding that you have to be able to take care of the other things in your life. It's a huge part of being successful. 
I so appreciate the staff at Forks Elementary and for them being our very first guests. I'm going to pivot a little bit here and talk about Bob Marley. I'm a big fan of Bob Marley, especially in the summertime. Put your feet in the sand and turn on some Bob. It is just good stuff. That'll help you get yourself recharged again. Well, it brings me to the thought of music and picking different musical choices in your classroom. Bob Marley sets a really good mood. You can set the mood in your classroom with some background music. If you get the music right, it's tough to not be happy. I'm going to close on this. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you have done and continue to do because you don't hear it enough and you definitely deserve it. Helping is hard, people. Helping in a pandemic? Whoa. Ultra hard. So, take care of yourself. Recharge so you can take care of them. It's so important. By them, that's not just your students, although that's important. It's your family, your friends. In our house, it's also our pets. The pandemic has opened up a zoo in our house. Thanks for stopping by. I hope to see you again soon. Have a good one. Party time! It's like... Sirens are going off in my head. We're going to try to just not be horrible. I'm watching you, exhausting entertainers. Always watching. Last Christmas. <laughs>